0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tadaima Terrace House Podcast, your weekly companion to your favorite show on Netflix. I'm Robert Scarponi, and I'm joined here by Daily Wilhelm, Konbanwa, Jack Zapata. Ira Shaimasse, and you guys, I wasn't ready.
1: ready. I wasn't ready. I know we we did two. Oh, we've done two watch-alongs now, and both I, before both of them, I've said I'm not ready. I have anxiety about with what's about to happen, and. And all of them it just it just came true. All of it came true with this episode we're about to talk about.
0: Oh, and no. it was so it, it was worse than I imagined. Well wait, Colin, do you want us to cut? We can like redo this thing. This is podcast land. I
2: can edit all this oh, out if you're oh, not. Okay. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, right, he's not ready. I mean emotionally, when are we going to be ready for what we just witnessed? <laughs>
3: it was heavy it was heavy it took a toll on me this episode there were some things that i think we accurately predicted that would happen or maybe wouldn't happen more accurately and then there were some surprises in this episode for sure and let's get into it because this episode is jam-packed with stuff you would think that uh panelists leaving would be the biggest story but it wasn't
2: we were we were so naive
0: (laughs) yeah that was just a footnote man uh So today we're going to talk about episode 25 of Tokyo 2019-2020, the first episode of part three, which is exciting. And I'm sure that by now you have probably binged all of part three and we are horribly behind for you, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Today we're going to talk about the girls can't do it. Uh, Two days ago, we released our live reaction, which was harrowing and sad and tear filled. But uh, now we're back to kind of dissect our thoughts and kind of go over the episode a little more diving into more details and more discussion. So let's get the first elephant out of the room. There are many, Mm. just as a heads up. The first one. Can we just
3: do what they did on the show real quick and can we just have like a moment of silence for Tokui, please? But can we, can we,
0: can we do a second? (laughs) Voice is like all we have.
3: Let's do two seconds. Two seconds here. Let's give it to Tokui right now. (sighs) And there it is. Something's different, right? That's what you... That's what Yamachan said. They lost their fearless leader. He had to take some time to think things through. And I feel really bad for Babazona there. She just seemed lost on an island. Way on the left-hand side. They didn't, you know, out of respect, they didn't have someone sit where Toku is sitting. But, mm. like,
0: Babazona's way over there. <laughs> eh, you know, so she's... I think she's she's the... if. Tokui was the fearless leader pulling them from above. She is the uh the the rock that pushes them from underneath. And, and so I think were, she's fine. They're a comedy duo too, right? Mm, no? That, I, not,
2: I'm not, not sure. We're not, not working sense. on something together. Okay. But okay. they definitely, um, I think there's that that chemistry there that we're going to miss. I, I yeah. said during the the watch along, and I, I still believe it's true, um, that we're going to hear a lot more from Baba Zono as compared mm. to before. Um, mm. but even even that said it's like that almost brings more attention to the glaring space yeah. beside her and
1: I think real quick too yeah. we should get the audience up to speed in case they don't know what the hell's going on and why Tokui not here um, so we did release a video man I don't know how many months ago now um, yeah October
0: October 24th <laughs> <It's searing into laughs> 2019 never forget oh, that wow. day uh,
1: basically uh, Tokui has, has Apparently, temporarily, last we checked, left entertainment uh, due to uh, a scandal he was involved with, with uh, not paying his taxes, essentially. Um, so, I don't know if... I, I don't remember. I'm a little rusty on the details. I can't remember if he was going to court or anything over that.
0: Um, yeah. he, he's paid it off. It's just that now yeah. he's... It, originally, he was like, he left the entertainment industry. Now, I hear inklings that he's like coming back slowly. We'll have to see. I mean, it, it's still really yeah. up in the air right now. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, but nonetheless... Yeah. Tokui's gone. As, as far as we know, he's just gone from the Terrace House, uh, terrace house Annals of History moving forward.
2: <sighs> But now yeah. we have Tamada. Yeah. Cool.
0: Rugby man.
3: Uh, I saw some of his highlights online, just checking him out. Boy's he's tough. He's a, yeah. he's a beast. Yeah, he's beastly. I would not want him running at me full, full speed ready to put a shoulder down into my stomach that would not feel good
1: no he's Yikes. he's very he looks very like good. a stoutly yeah. built man
0: yeah this is the Burley. uh is this the third uh sports boy this season alone? like this tokyo i want to say yes I remember Rui. So. who else who's the first Rui, oh the, Rui, baseball, the baseball the baseball boy yeah, baseball
2: yeah. Boy, i forget his name basketball boy Kenji? and now rugby boy Yes, it's
3: all big male athletes.
1: Interesting theme going on so far. It's
2: like they're
3: building
1: up for the Olympics. When you said big and then followed by male, I don't know what the hell you were going to end with, but I'm glad it was athletes. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Athletes. (laughs) athletes. No, it's really interesting, though, that they have all mentioned too that it's like, oh, me and the team watch this. Like, this is is a group activity for me and my sports buddies. And and I think that's a really interesting... An unexpected niche of Terrace House fans, and I love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just the I'm loving the thought of because for me, whenever I've thought of the the boys' locker room after the game, I just imagine like dank sweat and loud <laughs> celebration and pushing each other into lockers. But now I just kind of imagine everyone huddling around one person's phone watching the newest episode of Terrace House, and it's really wholesome <laughs> but still very sweaty. It makes me think of the uh, it makes They're me think of the sweat.
1: the sensitive bodybuilder meme.
0: <laughs>
1: it's just like it's okay bro i i, I, Yo I understand King. your pain <laughs> yeah. let's watch the next episode you gotta watch what's the, next yeah. episode?
3: What's the name of that that video game is it choa niki am i getting that name right oh choa niki is that You're it yeah. that that's card. what that's what uh the roberts has got in his head right now with what goes on after mm-hmm.
0: basketball football games <laughs> if you don't know what that is google it <laughs> at your own discretion it's definitely not <laughs> safe incognito for work mode <laughs> incognito
2: mode google
0: incognito mode 100 percent Oh, my. Absolutely. No one else in the room.
3: Yeah. If you know Gradius by Konami back in the day,
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
3: (laughs) it's similar to that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Actually, speaking of the sports boys, uh, I don't know if you all saw this, but the New York Times posted a recent feature with Rui Hachimura. Like one of their uh, writers actually did an interview with Rui about how Terrace House kind of brings him comfort, especially during these trying times uh, that we're living through. So that's like, that's kind of cool. Yeah.
1: And he that's was, uh, what, what was the stat you told me, Robert? He was the first uh, Japanese born person to be drafted into the NBA. First first round draft. First
0: draft. Yeah. First draft. Mm-hmm. Oh, Which yeah, I right. assume is a big deal. I don't know enough about sports, but I think that's, that's a, a huge
3: deal. Yeah. Okay. For, yeah. for Japan, for the culture. They had, when he got drafted, they had more Japanese um, journalists there covering it than any other nation. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Well, Including America. <laughs> it was in America.
0: What? That's good for Rui, man.
3: Yeah. But, awesome. but it's,
0: it's still nice to have uh, Tamada here as well. For sure. Yes. Uh, so let's dive into the episode proper. I think a lot of us uh, hit the nail on the head here when we said Haruka would drop, uh, would would say no to Pepe. Uh, that's exactly what happened mm. in the playroom there.
3: Yeah. That gives credence to our theory after watching Terrace House as much as we have that we keep saying when someone says, I've thought about it very hard. <laughs> run away run for the hills that's bad news it's going to be a no
2: and so mm-hmm. that's
3: this is really you know driving that point home
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah
3: and now if they if it's good news they're basically just going to sit on your lap and shove their tongue down your throat <laughs> or, that's what we love like well, yeah, yeah, also
2: yeah. what we have observed yeah. um, uh, Santa hit us up well, yeah, we're gonna, yeah. Say,
3: we're gonna
1: say we're gonna say, we're gonna call that a, yeah. a net positive i mean have any of you guys necessary. ever been in a relationship where like where the relationship's about to start and it started off with the person saying, like, you know, I'll give this a lot of thought. And uh, yeah, I will totally be in a relationship. Yeah, with yeah. You. I've given this a lot of
3: thought and I want to shove my tongue down your throat. <laughs> I,
0: I will send you a Google calendar invite. Can I shove my tongue down your throat at 930 tonight? Let's,
1: Please join
3: this Webex time link. that works
0: for both of us. I can
1: set up a Zoom meeting. Wait,
3: don't do need need that. I need to pencil this uh, tongue session in. <laughs>
0: um but i don't know it's it's interesting that it's something that we all kind of thought when we when we first heard that pepe was joining the house i remember there are quite a few of us who were saying man if he's a mangaka that's that's a busy lifestyle i wonder Mm -hmm. how that's gonna get in the way of his love life and it got super in the way of his love life because that was one of the driving reasons haruka said surprise
2: surprise
0: yeah it's like you're too busy like we don't hang out
3: yeah one of the tragic parts about this is pepe's uh, when he goes and talks to um, Ryo in the room. In English, by the way. And he talks about, you know, one of his coping mechanisms for him to deal with his own workload. And that was by telling himself day in and day out, well, I'm doing this so I can mm. hang out with Haruka. That's so sad. Yeah. That's so sad. He spent the that many, you know, weeks and months doing that just so he could spend time with her. Just to have her say it's not enough.
1: Mm. Whew, yeah, heavy. but it is what it is, mm. man. Like, everyone... Everyone right. has something they're looking for in a relationship and it just wasn't there for Haruka.
0: Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I think the sadder thing to me is that this is Pepe says this a lot later throughout this episode, about this 50 minute gargantuan episode, but he says, cool. The easy work is done. Now the work gets harder and longer <sighs> and I have to do more. So it's like, if this, if these past, what, four or five, six weeks were his, easy times it's coasting yeah like i mean easy is probably way too light of a word i'm sure it was still also difficult but like the fact that his workload's going to get worse from here on out like i don't know that kind of spells doom. unfortunate doom yeah he's her, gonna need another relationship
3: he's gonna need another chair he's gonna wear out that first chair
2: dude i remember so i forget if it was in a um a lost tape or if it was in an episode proper but at some point um yama mentioned that like oda uh, mm. um, Oda Aichiro. A- a- Aichiro Aichiro Oda. his uh, One first Piece. name, yeah. Aichiro Oda, who the One Piece mangaka who is famous for working himself into the hospital quite often, um, mm-hmm. was worried about Pepe and his schedule. <laughs> That's saying something. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Why can't there be a better work life balance with that? Why does it have to be such a sacrifice?
0: Well, I think if we compare it to American comics, let's put on our nerd glasses a little bit here, right? Uh, Whenever you're thinking about one issue of like, you know, a Batman or Superman comic, it's usually like there's a writer and then there's an artist. Sometimes there's like a line drawer and then a colorist. Right. It's usually multiple people working on one thing. Uh, And then on top of that, comics are usually two weeks apart, sometimes three weeks apart, like between issues. Manga is once a week, every week, every year you get one week off usually. Jeez. Full so, chapter. Yeah, Please and right. and Pepe's working on all this alone, right? I mean, he has those two assistants who I assume would probably do, like, coloring in right. or inking. But, mm-hmm. but he's still doing, like, a bulk of that workload. Jeez. And
2: you still have to, like, supervise and be like, hey, let me check your page, or, like, oh, like, this is what I was thinking. It's still a lot to manage.
3: Mm. brutal man and i week. hope it pays well well uh, <laughs> did i open the no.
0: <laughs> so in the next
3: scene <laughs> <laughs> but it was still cool though to see him and rio you know interact in english too yeah you know and it's not even the only time rio is speaking english in this episode
2: yeah mm-hmm. this is the first time i really felt like some of Pepe's, like, frustration with everything going on. Like, I think he channels it quite a bit into his manga because he's Mm -hmm. like, I have this, like, people look at me and they're like, oh, you're Italian, you're very handsome, like, you must always get girls. But, like, he has just very recently had kind of his glow up. Mm -hmm. And so he's very much still in the mindset of, like, the nerdy otaku that, like, never... Really had that like Playboy phase, and I don't think he's going to have that Playboy phase. But yeah, people you, are like, "Oh, you'll be fine. You'll you poog- like get girls all the time, right?" It's like, no, I, I don't. No, I really don't, man.
3: I I really got to ask the question because this came up a couple episodes ago when wow. Hanukkah said let me read your fucking manga. No, she was nice about it, but she sat at the I table with them. Remember that? And then she read like a bunch of pages and then she just got up and said, okay, I'm done. And then just walked off.
1: Like, I, yeah, forgot about there that.
3: is like, you know, I just wonder if maybe, I mean, she didn't seem like the, the target market, I guess for his content. I just wonder if that had, if she like fell in love with it, if maybe she'd be willing to forgive more of, you know, him not having enough time, but maybe it just wasn't her thing. So she's like, eh, Mm. nothing no foothold here at all to cling on to you know what i mean i just wonder if it played a role i guess because it was weird Mm. that interaction when she just read it and then left and didn't give any feedback right yeah
0: that's true i also actually here's a fun thing to point out have you noticed too in their in their few moments of courtship it was always pepe showing interest in her interests he played pokemon go because she really really likes pokemon he really i mean i'm sure he likes sports cars as well but i'm sure he like You know, played up his interest in drag racing more because Haruka does that, right? And
3: drew some for her, yeah.
0: Yeah. Whereas for her, that that little moment that you just uh, told us about, Jack, that was the maybe the extent of how much Haruka showed interest in his interests. And his she seems very different.
2: Trouble caring about people.
3: Yeah, manga seems to me, at least culturally um, speaking, from you know Western perspective, like to be very different than golf. And going out to bars and sports cars, you know, it's like yeah. on the other end of the spectrum there. So, it's just sad. I guess I'm just sad that Pepe was all into it, and he was like working so hard to spend more time with her, and it just, you know, fizzled
1: or didn't yeah. really become anything. I think <clears throat> to I, I think based on what Robert's saying, especially too, I think that's it's kind of a silver lining that they don't get together too, because if she's not putting much yeah. investment into his interests and she's not really taking yeah. initiative. Um, and also on the flip side, you have Pepe sort of making Haruka out like he's putting her on a pedestal, right? Like he's making her this person yes, that he looks forward things. to as this sort of relief from his work. And if they were ever to get into a relationship, yeah. a lot of that stuff it's going to build up uh, as ill will. Really, I, I'm not sharing interests, or someone not showing mm. interest in any of your interests is, I mean, that's a fight waiting to happen, really.
3: There is a sobering statistic that I have to share because I was expressing this horror earlier. Oh and three. that's what we fucking are here for T20. Ah. on relationships. O, oh, yes. four, three. <sighs> fucking goose egg, nil, nada, zilch, nothing, no love. and they were very boring <laughs> courtships well,
2: well, and also boring well. <laughs> yeah.
3: And they were that none of them were good. And come on, man. We're in part three now. This is episode one, part three. And we're starting from square one. Cause Rio, we'll get into it, but you know, he ex- he expresses how he feels about the two
1: girls in the house. We are O for three. This is bad. Would that be, wouldn't that make it O for four if we count Shohei Cowdy?
3: I mean I think we are, are. We
1: are counting those. I'm
3: Who, am I Wait, who are you counting? No, Kenny and, <laughs> and Risa
1: <laughs> Shohei Kaudi.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, yes. Pepe Haruka. Yes. Uh-huh.
1: And then potentially yes, the o, Dio and, and Hana or Rio and Emika. That's four. We don't know yet, so I'm just waiting to count to say over for four. But I yeah,
3: mean let's I guess a- yeah. We let's average th- it. It's
0: 0 and three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, come <laughs> on.
2: Come on. I love rejections. I love watching rejections. <laughs>
0: You're
1: getting them. Da- daily, daily. <laughs> that that doesn't translate. This is an audio format. To, yeah to to
3: finish oh, she out had the
0: sarcastic
1: eyes when she
3: said
2: that Slash yeah to, sarcasm yeah to <laughs> backslash
0: <the> joke. <laughs> oh man okay here we are oh um, three here we are thank you for that sobering statistic jack because i is. was extremely drunk when we started this podcast but now i feel clarity i feel he's sobered calm. exactly oh, yeah, yeah, sober i now. need some
3: smelling salts here i got those too.
0: mm mm-hmm uh and we go down to the kitchen this is where haruka tells ruka about her side of the whole like yeah i turned on pepe because he's too busy and this is where ruka also says hey also since we're like og you and i were the only two originals left uh i'm leaving the house tomorrow no. after i make after i make my super good pasta that i've been going to cooking classes for
3: man that we Damn haven't it, seen ruka. at all so now well, i mean
0: there's just so
3: It's just like huge plot point after huge plot point after huge plot point here this episode is so jam fucking packed and now we gotta spend time talking about Ruka because yeah he's leaving now and I was very surprised to hear that I actually thought he would be here long term Mm -hmm. um I'm glad he could have that moment with Haku though because like you said they're OGs you know Mm -hmm. but there's just a lot about his arc I mean I'll just focus on one aspect here where, like, I don't know of anyone quite like him ever in Terrace House before where girls liked him. Be my boyfriend moment. Girls were hanging out with him, playing games late at night, and nothing ever happened. Multiple times with two girls here, Risiko and Emika. And it followed the same trajectory. Didn't he admit, though? Didn't someone ask him, like, you must have been popular in school? He said, yeah, I was popular. Mm. But it didn't necessarily translate to growth or maturity.
0: Do you think he was popular in that like he's the cool little brother to have around but he doesn't he doesn't mature, right? He's just like always the cool younger one. I don't know. It's it's weird. I just
3: think he's popular because of his looks.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. Just for the reason. I, I think, think, think uh about. he
1: definitely seems like someone in the context of high school they could be popular. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Real, I mean, because yeah. there's a difference between living with someone and, and just seeing them for six seven eight hours a day at school or whatever um and sure. but i think so if i have my math right so we, he's been in the house for about six months right the time of this episode yeah about six months yes. um so Damn. i Damn. think though as far as personal growth goes i think ruka has come a long way so i, I am not i'm da- definitely yeah. not unhappy with this progress i think he has made a concerted effort to change himself, make himself better. And he's definitely a far cry from the, you die that we thought he was going to be at the beginning of his time. So
3: mm. the mm-hmm. fear, yeah, that he would be, uh, well, sorry, yeah. we're sorry. gonna say something.
0: I, yeah, I was, all right. I think, I think based on Ruka's whole arc here, right? Cause we already watched all this. We already know he, he makes that car broccoli tropie, right? Uh, <laughs> And he gives a little speech in English, and it's a very heartwarming and touching moment and I think I think watching that scene f- solidified my character arc on coming around Aruka, and I think he's if we have to say good and bad members on Terrace house, he's one of the good ones.
3: He definitely is on the positive side now, absolutely He had a very satisfying arc, I thought you know one of his greatest shames to break the broccoli. Uh, pasta carbonara style. He judo flipped that shit and turned it into a big victory there at the end. You know, he mm-hmm. used the inertia mm-hmm. of that, which is cool. And my theory on Ruka, I don't think this is too far fetched, but the man was reading the comments and taking it to heart. We were saying this long time ago. We were saying this like four or five months ago. Like, wait a second, you want to be Spider Man, but you don't speak English. You don't. even We've said it multiple times. You don't even go to the gym and workout. You know, like, and he's doing all of this stuff. He's taking English classes. He's going to the gym with a personal trainer, no less. That's like pretty serious. And that can't be a, a, you know, a small investment in time mm-hmm. and money. Um, but he's in the comments, you know, and he's kind of taking the opposite uh, takeaways from Emika, right? Because Emika, we, when the, the terrorist one, she's reading the comments, letting it defeat her. He's reading the comments and actually taking it as like solid advice yeah you know and that's really cool and i just overall i totally agree with robert there he is uh definitely on the good half um i really was satisfied i actually wanted him to stay longer because you know we've kind of had a ruka drought over the last few weeks uh, or so he's just kind of fading in the background but um i i I will miss him i can't believe i'm going to say it but i will miss him (laughs)
2: Wow. I kn- I didn't think you'd say that. Yeah. I didn't think because you know, we we have had like the explicit conversation before where it's just like get out make yes. some room for someone interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Come on. But I I mean it is just like for me it was very sudden, like sudden. Like um mm-hmm. I feel like it could have happened at any time, but I don't really understand like what triggered like he was like Was it Haruka saying that like, yeah, she was going to leave or like what what exactly was the the catalyst that he was like, okay, my time is probably done here.
3: My my theory is that he just felt like he needed to right the wrongs and then get out. That's what it seems Mm. like here. That's why he timed everything the way he did. You know, I think he just wanted to show a good arc. I think he wanted to get out of the house. He's like, well, I don't want to leave in this state. I want to show that I'm improving. And so that's yeah. my theory there.
0: Something I kind of want to throw out here to this group, because um, it's a way we watch the show. I think this is one of the very few times where we are the most caught up to all Tokyo 2019, 2020 content before we walked into an episode. Meaning we've seen every another terrorist clip like preceding this mm, episode. Right. right? right, right. So mm. we've seen everything. From the cutting well maybe not the cutting room floor but we've seen everything up to here so could you imagine watching this episode seeing ruka deliver the speech but we don't what we didn't see those another terrace clips were like the one that i think comes to mind for me the most is the one where he's working out right because mm-hmm. for that it's like this shows he's truly trying to do personal growth and like jack said earlier like that getting a personal trainer is a really big deal and that Definitely. shows that he's trying but if we had walked into it, which I'm willing to bet maybe 90% of people who don't watch this show or who watch this show very casually do not know about the Another Harris clips or wouldn't have seen this, right? Sure. Yeah. Do you think they would have come into this this episode thinking, oh, this kind of seems sudden for Ruka to leave? I don't know if he's really grown enough, but yeah, sure. I think it, yeah, oh, yeah, I think
3: it would have been sudden oh, yeah. for anybody. It just was like, it took me by surprise. Like I said, I thought he'd be there kind of forever. Yeah, I, for I think
1: those people are are just going to be more uh, maybe a little bit more negative leaning than we are toward him leaving uh given that we have Mm. more context than the average terrace house watcher uh but i mean as much as we gave him shit and as much as we made fun of him i i mean i i think out of everyone that leaves in this episode i might be the most upset about ruka leaving um yeah Yeah, really and yeah
0: but are you sure i I want you to think about the whole episode yeah sure
1: um (laughs) Because, okay. well, I mean, with the, I mean, Tokui, of course, but, like, out of the housemates. I, I think Ruka, and, and it's because he had a goal and he was he was trying to do something while he was in the house. He was really trying to improve himself, and he's shown he's made improvement. And I think that it's upsetting that he's kind of fallen into the background uh, in the past few episodes, but I don't know. It, I guess it was kind of comforting knowing that Ruka would always be there and he's always kind of an idiot himself. And we can always get some, yeah. some form of entertainment or interest out of what ruka is doing whereas yeah you can count on that or pepe he like he's going to continue to do his manga thing and uh, i love pepe to death like he's easily one of my favorite housemates to walk into the door um but at the same time especially with him getting more busy he just wasn't going to be that entertaining in the house i can promise you so
3: interesting Mm -hmm. theory interesting theory so what i will say was that you know since what was that song called show hey song and ond rose rambling, rambling rose. rose this was absolutely the most tears shed
2: oh yeah, yeah a goodbye
3: yeah, yeah. this was like really heart-wrenching for me and obviously you know we're under like nationwide lockdown so there's a lot of emotions <laughs> i'm carrying into this when i'm when we were watching it live react and everything like that but it still took a toll on me. Like I actually was like really affected by that goodbye when everyone was crying and bawling. It was it was tough times. Absolutely. Mm.
2: I think it was super telling, but I don't know what it's telling, but I think it was super telling how much Emika was affected by this. Yeah, by Ruka leaving. Like that definitely at least tells the story of, you know, them Doing their thing and staying up late watching rom-coms and playing video games like we we know from hearsay that they have a very close relationship. But I think this is the first time we really get to see like, oh, she really cares for him. Mm Because we never
1: do get even like Robert said before, we've seen all the extra clips and all that. So we've never seen a scene where it's Ruka and Emika together hanging out, hanging out.
3: Yeah, there's never a camera there. And that's her best buddy. You know, that, that was her ride or die, I guess, in the house and now he's gone and may I wonder if he's I wonder if now I'm just like speculating here but I wonder if he is leave so quick to leave because maybe now he realizes that he doesn't have a shot at romance in the house for whatever reason maybe he senses that she's into Rio and not and doesn't think of him as that type you know as a as a boyfriend type as a man mm. I wonder I don't
0: know I I think I think he's just leaving the house he's ready to go like yeah. I think he's ready to fly the coop you know, he swung Girls out and he, home. He,
3: he struck out on, on love. He was pretty much pursuing almost every girl there. <laughs> Remember,
0: we talked about yeah. that, too,
3: and nothing ever happened. So uh, you got to wonder if that played a role. I, I do. Anyways,
0: I don't know. My my last thought here on Ruka is I think uh, we've seen a lot of members leave the house, right? Like from all the terrorist house we've seen. Um, and I know some people like to refer to it as graduating from the house, right? Ruka so even explicitly... Yeah, Rook even explicitly says, like, I'm re- I'm graduating Terrace House, right? Ugh. I think he's maybe the first person I've seen on Terrace House where I really do feel like he's graduating. Like, I don't know what school mm. he was in, mm. but he improved so super hard from beginning to end here
3: that was the best quote when he said if i didn't have this experience i would grown up to have been a very weird
1: adult <laughs> he just should <laughs> have said it i forgot about
3: that and it's like he's, so he's accurate aware. <laughs> so like yeah he's self-aware now like i i really do hope this is a positive experience for him um you know i know what he's been doing since should i just say go
1: for it go ahead
3: he's is been he, mod- wait, is he spider-man no but he's oh, been he's modeling Spider-Man. He's definitely oh, yeah. been modeling so he's making money that way and I think that that's a great fit for him right now as he's young and he's got his youth he's got his looks and his beauty. Yeah. Milk that for all it's worth. I would like, say yeah, and-
1: I mean at least he's smart enough to like he's smart enough to know that he's a good-looking kid and he's going to take advantage of it. You know.
0: Mm.
3: Hey, go for it, man. More power to him.
0: For sure. Uh the next morning, we see Haruka and Ruka leave it's a pretty sad moment everyone it's like a big big hug fest and a big cry fest uh but that's it that closes the door on this chapter of the first six original members of tokyo 2019 2020
3: it was a sad goodbye man (coughs) you see two house members leave at the same time and then amika is just beside herself she's crying so hard she had to turn around and hug uh, hana Mm -hmm. her mortal enemy
0: (laughs) her mortal yeah
2: I liked uh. the the short but solemn moment where like Rio's like we're gonna make sure that whoever comes next is gonna feel welcome we're gonna throw a party mm. I thought that was really nice it was
0: really nice same yeah I don't know R- Rio right now seems just like the most positive beacon of joy yeah, in the he's- house. yes I mean I would yes! say Pepe but yeah you know <laughs> he's leaving. yeah I think Rio <laughs> is gonna become
1: like kind of the rock of the house that keeps everyone together we'll see
0: Mm. uh we cut to the panel here and they all argue really hard about the cupping the cupping the hand on the knee thing and i just i (laughs) think that's at least (laughs) us worth bringing up here like do y'all see anything there do you see their point well their point it depends on what the point is that they're trying to make i
3: think the point is valid when they're saying he's trying to deter hana because we learn Mm -hmm. later in the episode that yes he is trying to deter hana so whether or not Emeka. something's going on, yeah, whether or not something's going on with him and Emeka, I don't know yet. I would not be shocked at all if it was, though, because the way they have chemistry, they have this, like, weird, like, primal sexual tension between them. Like, everyone can sense this, I feel like. I feel like it's so obvious. Yeah. But yeah. uh, but but I think that he was really just trying to kind of put the Heisman hand up, you know, like the stiff arm, like on Hana, you know, that he's not interested and he wants an older woman, apparently.
1: Um, what I will mm, what I will it. say okay. is with how we've been burned in the past with the editing on this show, um, it wouldn't completely surprise me if it came out that like something was going on the going on between the two of them off camera. Um, mm. At the same time, I think reading into the action of tapping someone's knee to comfort comfort someone, I don't think that's in and of itself worth reading into too much
3: it's not tapping though it's not tapping it's like rest your it's elbow coming. rest your elbow on one knee then cup their other knee I mean D- Daly wouldn't do that to any of us and we wouldn't do that to her
0: right that's fair yeah. right a fair that's fair. Point. there's an intimacy yeah. line there I think that is crossed. yeah yeah, I think as we all know from our 8th grade biology classes, the knees are one of the 20 erogenous zones of the human body. <laughs> oh, yes. You have them all that memorized. People, yeah, I get people mad Yeah, you just, just really rub on someone's fibula. <laughs> the knees. You know? mm.
3: I, I guess I'm just like, I just think anything can be an erogenous zone. Anything with nerve endings. Pretty much. But hey, yeah? It's just me. It's just me. Someone
2: just reaches out and puts an index finger on your nose. And in you're your like, nose. oh shit. Yeah.
0: She
3: loves me. She's in love with me. <laughs>
0: so I'm you know, i was booped. about to i was about to use feet as the next example that i was like no nope, uh, that's a real no, thing. No, that's a real actual stop <laughs> yeah you name
3: a body part there's someone out there with a fetish for it i promise you that quentin tarantino we're yeah. looking at you
0: oh woof <laughs> <laughs> all right uh <laughs> so uh the next scene is the same that one in the uh the tucky Gushita hall where um ryo and his teammates are talking to him and he's that's so. this is where he reveals like oh he's into older women he doesn't see any of the younger uh girls in the house as prospective partners Uh, i think yeah we've already we've already kind of touched on this uh but one point i wanted to make with this scene is this scene felt the most um produced of the whole episode it felt very like hey bros hey teammates uh the terrace house crew is gonna come in here and they need to film like yeah five minutes of me talking bullshit so can you just ask me questions about how it's like being captain and yeah it's like blocked it's like and landed. yeah,
3: yeah the whole framing of the scene the, the the main thing here that we need to take away from this i think is that rio said he wants someone that he can ask for advice mm. He needs that, and I understand. And another thing too, how could I forget? He said the next girlfriend I have, I want to marry. So I'm being very careful. That's huge. That's that's massive. That almost puts up like almost like it's gonna make it impossible for him to find anybody. Terrace House with those expectations, I feel.
2: And I mean, even if like Hana or even Emika were like technically older than him in any way. I think that their personalities are much more like deferring so far, like in the times that they have gone out with Rio, they like you choose, like you pick mm. the restaurant you pick um, like that. We're not going to go shoe shopping. We're going to go to a hot spring instead. Right. And I, th- I don't think that's what he's looking for. He wants someone to take a little bit more charge and have that experience to be confident and that's just not what's at the house no. right, right now.
3: Yeah, I uh, I can identify with that. I don't know. It's a strange thing when you, you know, I guess, have relationships. Sometimes you just want different things at different times of your life. And, like, I can identify with that saying, hey, I want to talk with someone that I can have, like, really deep intellectual conversations with that will actually give me very helpful and insightful advice. advice. You know, he's got a lot mm-hmm. going on in his life. He's getting ready for the Olympics. You know, he needs to be... Uh you know, like we keep saying, he needs to like cut out all distractions right of his life. He needs to have like a good, stable mm-hmm.
1: home environment to prepare. Definitely. So right. I, I get wh- I get where it's coming Do from. Do you guys want to go into conspiracy theory territory with me for a second? Do we have a choice? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> on the on on whole <laughs> idea of nope. Rio and Emika possibly being a thing off camera. So let let's think about it quickly here. about Cause so we have the, the knee tapping thing, we also have her, Emika, like t- making Ryo take her out on these dates almost kind of forcefully. It almost feels against his will, but is it though? Is this gonna be like one of those Hayato? Uh, what I can't think of her names. What's that? Rico
2: Rico Rico situation, Rico?
1: you know? I hope well, he wouldn't make that mistake, I, like I said, I don't think he'd be stupid enough, like I keep saying.
3: Yeah, like I keep saying though, I just I don't think it's that far fetched. I mean, is there anyone here on this show that w- just cannot believe that they might do something off camera? I think it's just like totally plausible and totally yeah, that, possible. That's true. I don't I don't think they're doing
0: I, anything off camera. Yeah, I don't well,
3: I, I'm not, not I'm not accusing them of no. it, by the way. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying if it turns out that they are, I wouldn't be like,
1: What? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh yeah. yeah that, no one no of those shit. F- like fool me once, fool me mm-hmm. twice situations for sure.
3: Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Because I, I just think they have chemistry. That, they have some something that you can't manufacture. They mm, have yeah. chemistry.
2: Like, if they were acting on that chemistry off-camera, I think that something would have... Like, we would have had some hint of that because we have two different conversations between Hana and Amika where they both seem to be kind of on an equal, I guess, playing field as far as when it comes to Rio, when they both... To kind of admit like yeah i like him oh mm-hmm. i like him too
3: yeah. yeah yeah and i want to explore the possibility too that we could definitely be reading way too much into this knee tapping thing like he might just be that kind of guy and just does that to a lot of people well because editing this is the first time we're seeing sure. it. you know so mm. that's uh, you know that's a possibility too <laughs> I know the I know touchy feely <laughs> kind of people. We had a when I opened up a restaurant, hold on real quick, Robert. When I opened up a restaurant in Columbus, it wasn't my restaurant, but I was one of the first employees there. We had a manager there that was very touchy feely with all the girl bartenders. Yeah. And we called him and we called him sexual harassment bob. <laughs> What's his name?
0: Well and it's okay. like we all
3: know these touchy feely people. Like they're creepy, but I'm not saying Rio's that.
0: I Sexual don't know what harassment about. <laughs> Sexual harassment real Sexual harassment real
3: I'm not saying that But I mean He might be just one of Those touchy-feely people So are you
0: saying That he's like a Serial knee-cupper <laughs> Might be That's not That's might not be. any better <laughs> But we've only seen it once so We, we if have we a
2: serial see- knee-cupper <laughs> On the loose <laughs>
3: <laughs> Pull your skirt down girl Take, put those knees <laughs> oh, no, cause, away
0: cause you know there's that scene in this episode right where it's after Rio's game which we'll get to remember he fir- the first thing he does is run into Pepe and they hug each other right but then the editors what they did is they cut out the straight 20 minutes of him rubbing Pepe's knees like oh I did uh, it. I won and I earned my victory <laughs> this is my oh my god your <laughs> knees
2: I hate it <laughs>
0: okay oh. let's, let's get back into the episode um we're in the girls room with hana and emika uh this is the beginning of them kind of trying to be a little more friendly with each other i think trying. uh yeah trying um emika well actually the first thing they talk about is how apparently there's this the article going around where ryo's team announces he's on the terrace house and all the fans are like you should be focused on training not this bullshit reality tv show fair god get Fair, but can y'all just like get off people's nuts? Yeah, good. like, Come God. On.
2: get off my knee, man. Yeah, get off not my to,
1: knees, man. I'm just jumping ahead a little bit too here. Fucking Ryo <laughs> plays a killer game later on in this episode and gets like nvp
0: <laughs> Yeah, so get off his nuts. He's killing, he's it. doing fine. He's not he's
3: suffering, he's putting
2: time into practice. I get what He's you're fine. saying
3: but I get what you're saying but when you're trying to be like a world class athlete I get where I get both sides of the coin here yeah fair
0: um but yeah then they, they say let's make plans let's get some let's grub sometime soon let's do a grub do a grub meshy. Meshy. remember
3: guys let's remember restaurants
0: no we're going and sitting at restaurants and high-fiving people anymore. at a table those were Sorry. the days weren't they <sighs> back in the before times so, but yeah um, and then the two girls come downstairs to the kitchen, uh, and then Hana gets super duper fucking excited because she wanted to ask Pepe to cook, and lo and behold, he's cooking already. Uh, his friend from Italy sent over some sauce with some porcini mushrooms in it, oh. and some some f- f- sweet pasta from Italia. Oh, that should look good. Oh. The I mushrooms and the bow good. tie pasta. Chef, kiss. My mouth is watering. Yeah, it was great uh and yeah this is where pepe starts saying yep uh it's gonna be busy moving forward it's gonna be really busy and frankly this probably should have been the first sign for us to be like yeah he's definitely leaving the house soon yeah in retrospect yeah
2: yeah
3: I get yeah get nervous when somebody's cooking your shit it might not be good news at the
0: end of the meal <laughs> uh and then we go to kanai kanagawa where emmy and hana they, they eat uh they eat food at this place called pizzeria liana uh, and this is where they both basically kind of declare an amicable war with each other. Like, they both reveal, like, okay, yeah, I'm into Rio, Yeah, yeah you're into Rio. Let's, you know, may the best girl win. Let's share this experience.
3: When when uh, Emika revealed that information to Hana, I just thought it was so fucking funny. Because Hana's like, oh, cool. She, like, smiled and was, like, acted all, like, happy for her and then high-fived her. It's like, what?
2: <laughs> you know, What's it's, yeah,
3: you hate this. You yeah. hate this. You're not going to be yeah. honest about it because it's awkward. But
2: I mean, maybe she's not like inherently like fuck you about it. But she's like, oh, that's going to be inconvenient, <laughs> or like, oh, that's kind of disappointing because it did seem like a new step forward for them in their relationship because yeah. Emmy finally was like, yeah, you know what? I get what you were saying about me and Ruka when you were yeah. when you were pushing things. I I, I see what what you meant watching rom-coms together of course you would think that mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and i i like that emica says too that here's the real reason i was so mad about it it's because i like rio that, right so it's like yeah she's becoming very honest and this is like a good step to building a good i mean it'll be a relationship i don't know if we can call it a friendship but it'll be a good relationship that's
3: what yes, i brought talking. up during that whole episode and what we talked about as a show was that this is a problem. They're having an argument right now because Amica cannot be honest and open with her feelings for Rio. Everyone knew it. The panelists knew it. Everyone knew that she was upset about that how that conversation went when the braids were getting taken out of Hana's hair because she <laughs> liked Rio. Everyone knew that, but Amica just wanted to hide that fact for whatever reason because they didn't have good communication. So I'm glad yeah. at least they're opening up that channel. They can be open and honest about it and discuss
1: it. You know, civilly. It seems like here, um, better late than
3: never. Yeah, I, I guess.
1: So do you guys mm. think this is going to turn into a similar relationship to uh, Noah and Shohei from OND, kind of like best, best man? Because no. obviously the difference is no. uh, nah, the person nah, that they're nah, going nah, after nah, likes nah, neither nah, of nah. them.
3: So exactly. And they're fighting over a fucking prize that is not even there. Right. And no. they don't know it yet, but we know it. It's juicy.
0: Tragically. Yeah, mark juicy. your calendar. Mark your calendars, everyone. Episode thirty one. That's gonna be the episode where this episode twenty five is live for the terrasands uh. people. That'll be the episode where Emika and Hana, if they're still in the house, who fucking knows? Right. That'll be where they see Rio say, "I don't like either of them." Oh, say it again. Which oh one? shit, I feel, like that's okay, so I feel like it's too far away. I feel like it's gonna
1: happen before that.
0: Yeah, shit's gonna happen. Yeah, that's before that's that a, a, lot a lot of time. time.
3: <laughs> maybe already. If you're binging, you've probably already seen it.
0: Yeah, you already know how wrong I am. Oof. Probably. Oof <laughs> Um, Oof. but yeah, no, that that's it's good to see them finally be honest with each yeah, other. Yeah, just be transparent. It's, it's a good start.
3: Yeah, it's just a good practice. If Hansan was there, he would have told him this long time ago.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, then we cut to the scene in the Yokohama Bunka Gymnasium. It's a home game where the B Corsairs dunk on Akita, seventy-five to sixty. Uh, Rio, is fucking a beast on the court. Yep, he destroys. Um, Why? Oh uh, Rio! Ar. Ar. Why? Why? Oh why oh
3: Rio! That was so I, cute.
1: Pepe was so was cute. I just fan. love that Pepe comes in there wearing a vest, and then the next shot of him that we see, he's wearing Rio's jersey. Jersey. <laughs> yeah, he
0: he's drops his swag. vest on
3: the ground. Actually, I saw that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, <gasps> yeah, Rio yeah. though. Yeah, he's very good. He's team captain for a reason. He got the mic at the end of the game, thanked the crowd for coming out, saying, "Hey, we need your support when you know games don't go that well. So you know, thank you for being here today." It was a highlight, man. I mean, he is, yeah, he's just as good as Captain Tsubasa, you know, ever was. And
0: can I make make that moment a little sweeter? I'm willing to bet that when he said, like, to the crowd, thank you all for your support, I'm sure he meant that, but I also think part of it was him saying that directly to his parents, who might have been in the crowd, because remember, he chose that team because he wanted to be close to home. So he could have totally been saying that, like, hey, mom, dad, thanks for coming to this game. Maybe. and i hope you continue to support I me i hope they come on Your the show son. at some point Maybe. we see
1: them yeah
0: oh that'd be great wonder yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah uh the other thing i want to point out is uh yes he does hug pepe at the uh. end of this game nothing really and for Jeff- hana and and just high five just like hey, <laughs> yeah. hey guys just high five and he's like oh i'm yeah. sweaty i'm sweaty yeah.
2: He didn't say that for Pepe. Pepe. What's
3: crazy is that they're they're breaking the rule. At least here in the West, we have a rule. When you go, it's an unspoken rule. When you go see the concert of a band, you don't wear the shirt of the band you're going to see at the concert. But Emika didn't get that memo because she's wearing his shirt with his face all over it to his, his to, pirate shirt yeah, to oh, the game. Um, I didn't know that was the thing. And then Hannah had one, either. but um. She, I think she said it was wet, so she didn't wear. And then Rory was like, I'm not, I don't feel loved. <laughs> so he wants them all to well, be adorning his face.
0: Wouldn't you say it's different, though, for sports? Because, like, people wear jerseys for, like, their home games all the I'm time. I'm not being serious. Like I'm just
1: making a game. joke. Yeah. I get okay. what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to yes. keep doing it anyway. Yeah, I will
3: wear a basketball jersey to a basketball game or a football jersey to a football game. Totally.
0: Right. Right. But yeah then we uh we go home we're in the living room and it's ryo and hana and here it's like kind of eerily apparent how much ryo is super not into hana because he's doing electrotherapy on his foot and she's just trying to make basic small talk and he's not he doesn't seem to be giving her that much i think uh and then she brings up like oh i had really i had a lot of fun last time we drove and he was like what was when what was that he just blanked didn't even remember And she had to kind of like jog his memory, like, oh you know that last date we went on? He's like, Oh yeah, that was fun. Ooh. I was like, ooh. Not good." Mm. Yikes.
2: Yikes, guys.
0: Woof. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Hana got the message there, but she's still like, Hey, let's still get dinner sometime. Well, and he's like, Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, and like, okay. The thing about it, it is No, sorry, I think she just in.
1: I think she's fighting for inches here, man, but I don't doesn't feel like she's getting anywhere not now with Rio.
3: The thing up ab- the thing about it is that ever since that conversation she had with Emika, now the girls are distracted with each other. You know, like they're trying mm. to beat each other and trying to win over one another rather than paying attention to Rio and what he's doing and what he's not doing is my theory here.
0: Mm. They're more focused
3: on winning now. Right,
0: they're not even thinking about what Rio wants. It's all about what they want.
1: They're going to be completely blindsided
0: That's by exactly
1: it. And I, I think even if even if Rio like picked either one of them, I I think they would be they wouldn't even really know Rio like they they would be so focused on the competition that they wouldn't even really like the prize at the end. They were just more so concentrated on winning, like Robert said.
2: the The I, idea yeah. of him.
3: I, yeah, I just want to go around the table real quick. Just like if you had to pick one, who would it be, Emika or Hana, to be with Rio if he liked one of them? I'll go first. I would say Emika because they're chemistry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat just because they're both like they're both just horny for each other. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's more interesting to watch. Mm.
1: Yeah. I like Hana. I'm I'm in the Hana camp. Why though? Why, yeah, why? I'm
2: why? also going to say uh, that? Yeah. But yeah, why though, Khan?
1: Because I I think Hana means really well, and I, I think if she just got over her sort of, I don't know what it is, like, giddiness over Rio, or whatever you'd call it, nervousness, shyness. Yeah. I mean, we, we've seen, yeah. especially during the onsen date, that they I mean, they can have a good time together. They have a chemistry there. Um, and I just, I mm-hmm. like how she isn't, like, super demanding when it comes to that sort of thing, too. Like, Emika is like, oh, hey, you need to go take me to Sushi and Ginza because I wore your shirt. And it's like, that's, I don't know, that, that mm-hmm. sort of thing is just that doesn't feel like a relationship it feels like you're just making someone kind of your slave <laughs> I don't know hmm.
2: yeah so similarly like um, for me it it is that um that dinner date after the onsen date that I believe was just a lost tape versus a like actually in the episode but the conversation yeah. they had was very mature they were able to go back and forth and it wasn't you know all about Rio or it wasn't all about Hana they were able to share a lot of um things about themselves and it just it felt like a date proper and i haven't gotten that same vibe with emika yet
0: Mm. i can see that well uh let's let's go to the one of the happiest parts of this episode shall we where we go to a little tiny kombini, uh the yamazaki (laughs) y shop in daita sankatsu uh where pepe walks in and he finally sees Big Comic Spirits, this week's issue, where it it has Mingo, chapter one, oh, right there. Oh, my gosh. And even even at the top right of the cover, there it is. There's Mingo, and then it says, like, you know, the guy from Terror's House, his manga, here it is. This, first
2: chapter. Was his, this this, this one, was his
3: dream. Yes, this one episode had, like, so many highlights in it. Like, it's like the amount of highlights that would typically be in an entire part in condensed in this one episode. It's just like banger after banger. After Banger. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, what a scene. How satisfying. After and they said that too, after the basketball game, Rio said that you know, he had his victory tonight, but Pepe's victory is tomorrow morning. And it and really was. It, yeah. yeah.
1: This is probably this is my favorite scene in the whole episode. <laughs> um, and it's mm-hmm. like the panels the panelists say after this uh the scene, they say it's, it's just like a movie where Rio walks into this this combini, sees his, his magazine. Or his manga on the rack takes it off he's like, oh I'm gonna buy all of these Wait I don't have enough cash for all these so I'm just gonna buy th- I'm just yeah, gonna buy three of them
2: <laughs> so cute. and
1: yeah that would have been heavy too because oh they're real are thick th- yeah um yeah. and so he takes it to the counter and she's like you know these are all the same right And he's like yeah my, my manga came out in this one she and the clerk is so excited she <laughs> she's like I'm gonna buy it. So I'm gonna cool. follow that- along and you're my favorite manga <laughs> artist from now on. <laughs> Be your biggest fan. I'll tell
3: mm-hmm. everyone about you. I'll make time to read it. It was so sweet. It was totally like was an so anime heart-wave. or something. Oh,
1: absolutely. It seemed.
3: I
2: mean, like this is this trippy. is the like we've only seen a meager slice of the culmination of him realizing this dream. Like mm. the boy learned Japanese, moved to Japan, started working like on art, like on other people's art, and then got a deal. Drew his own. Worked on that for weeks and weeks and weeks, and now he's premiered, mm-hmm. and he's in like Japanese combini shops, like yeah. that's so crazy. Yeah,
3: what, what yeah. wasn't so, he? Oh,
2: I'm so happy for him. It is
3: awesome. Wasn't he apprenticing too? Is not that when yep. we first he saw under, uh, Yeah, another yeah. so crazy, yeah. man. What a, it's like the dream. It's like the dream gig, you know. It's just, it's just, I guess, a shame that now he's married to this, you know, and yeah. he's not going to have room for a life, yeah. really.
0: But right. it's the yeah. life he chose. But keep in mind, too, he's being published in the same magazine as, like, hit superstars like Inio Asano, right? Not, like, I'm not saying Pepe's that big yet, but there's a chance. He's he's in a very good place to be seen by many, many people. Absolutely. It's pretty crazy.
2: And uh, he's not doing, like, very niche stuff. It's, like, it has a very broad appeal, I feel like, so, as far as manga goes. So
3: these are lad mags, right? Like, it's all chicks with, like, their, their bathing suits on on the cover right these magazines that he's in right <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> it's all about manga, sex and insane. like all his, all his manga is like about like maybe having this loser having sex and like girls bending over and full nudity and all that right
0: it's I mean, like it's adult yeah, yeah it's adult okay
3: it's I just mean, interesting to see it like in a big you know right in front of the door in front of this old lady yeah <laughs> like, <no>. oh yeah <laughs> it's kind of funny i just, just see call now i see it i guess that's fair Fair.
0: Yeah,
1: Inio like Robert was gonna say, Inio Asano has some very graphic scenes in his in his uh, in his yeah. books. Um, so it doesn't exactly mm-hmm. surprise me that it's it's a magazine aimed at older people. Uh,
3: Do you guys have any um, insight on this? Is this like more like single guys targeted, or is this like guys girls no matter like mass appeal, or like who reads these kind of manga? I'm just curious if you guys know. It
2: totally depends. Um, it's it- big uh big comic spirits is definitely not like one of the like the very specific genre niche okay. it's more like uh seinen which is like the like upper level like more mature than like naruto more mature than like the typical like what we call shonen which literally means like young man okay so yeah. like what they have a broader appeal like it like girls and guys watch or read it but also uh i i guess mingo is just like it's it's a wide appeal for an older audience it's not mm-hmm. like the very niche genre stuff that you can find in in other uh magazines Interesting. if that makes sense okay
0: yeah Basically, CNN magazines are, like, geared toward adults. And more often than not, I've noticed it's kind of geared toward, like, the adult male. Okay. Um, but that's not to say it's like, oh, you're a, you're a girl, you can't read this. Or, or, right, or, 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 or.
3: right, right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It just yeah. seems like
3: a dude's magazine, because, like I said, it's just usually, you know, young women in
1: bathing suits on the cover, so.
2: You'd be surprised. That's just everywhere. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. In Japan. I, I would just you. like
1: to say on, on on Pepe, though, too, is I, I think it's so insanely awesome to see the product like we get to see the scene where he is experiencing the product of all of his sheer will and hard work like he Mm -hmm. alone like got himself where he is like he put the work in he busted his ass Mm. you know made all those late nights and now he's here
3: yeah he sacrificed a lot exactly you know he earned this moment he deserves it it was it was very satisfying to see you know, but now he's like, like he says, now the
1: real work begins. Yeah. The, wor- the, the, the worst is still ahead. Yikes. Yes.
0: Yeah. I think this makes me think back to all the other times we've seen Terrace House members achieve their dream in one form or another. Right. And it, it just makes me think that most of them are performers. Usually like it's, it's usually someone holding a big concert and we finally get to see them perform in that concert or it's like. They're a model and they get to walk down that runway, or they're in modeling school and get to walk down that cool runway, and it's a cool fashion show, right? It's usually some sort of performance. This is one of the few times in Terrace House where someone has achieved their dream, and their dream is just holding their product in their hands. It's not watching him like draw on a stage in front of people for an hour. It's just, he did all this work in the background that you haven't really seen but then here's mm-hmm. the culmination of it in his two hands.
3: And he's been looking forward to this for a while, too, as he brought up at the, at 12, that fancy bar. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Here it is, man. It's very satisfying. I was kind of worried. Though, I will say when it was Uh-oh. all culminating at the end, I was like, this kind of seems like a natural ending. I hope <laughs> he doesn't leave. <laughs>
0: Well, you're right. He doesn't leave. And that's the end of this episode. Yeah. and <laughs> yeah, our What did, what did world. we say
2: earlier about uh, be worried when people are cooking?
0: Yeah. Be worried
3: mm-hmm. when they achieve something, too. You know? That's... Yeah. Mm.
0: So we we go to the kitchen now. It's Hana, Pepe, Emika, and, and then Rio comes home. And I love Rio's energy when he comes there because he's like, I searched everywhere, far and wide. I hunted for these, but I found them. And he pulls out like bags with tons of copies yeah of, like, big comic spirits. Yeah. And everyone has this vibe of like, Oh, sign my book, Sensei. Like, oh it's so cool.
2: Sensei. It's
0: so great. Um and then Pepe to celebrate, he says, Cool, uh, I've made some tiramisu. I'm gonna leave this one in the fridge though for you to have tomorrow, which is sad in retrospect now. Mm. Uh, and he pulls out this like weird tiramisu dip kind of thing. Something I I've, like nev- it. Yeah, I I've like never, yeah, I've never seen that before. But it's like you get the lady fingers, you dunk it in the espresso, never. and then you dip it into the tiramisu yeah, dip. Yeah,
3: good luck. It's just gonna be mush. Like that was terrible advice. <laughs> like I would just, dip, no, I would just maybe stuff. just dip the finger in the thing in the custard, eat it, and then take a sip of. Espresso is probably how Espresso. I would do it.
2: Yeah, uh, I want tiramisu again. I can't do that.
3: That's pretty hardcore. I know, guys. Remember tiramisu? <laughs> no, <laughs> it was good.
2: It means to bring joy.
0: Yeah, I that. in classic Pepe fashion, he always has a backstory to everything. Like he regaled us of the tale of how Carbonata was first made. There's a story behind tiramisu, and I love that he's like, "I'm. I made this because I want this to be a joyful goodbye. We're celebrating, you know, my achievement." I'm celebrating my time here on the show and I've made this thing that means literally to give joy and tonight is my last night in Terrace House. It seems too short. His journey was too
3: short in Terrace House for me. I mean, who would have guessed when we first saw him walk in the house? Hey, I'm the new roommate. Remember that on the on the hmm. um radio or the intercom? And it was like Carrie's like, Who the hell? Is coming in with all this positive energy. Who's this fucker? Who would have ever thought that he would Just strike out with love because he seems so ready for it. I just thought Mm -hmm. like the girls were just gonna be smitten over him. We were smitten over him. Colin and Daily still are smitten. I fucking love Pepe. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, but I I just can't believe that he just kind of struck out with that. And we never really got any kind of closure or any um explanation about him and Emika. They went on that date. I thought it was a great date. Zero follow up. Zero. Yeah. Zero. They just both
2: really wanted to go to the ocean
0: yeah yeah i thought it might have been Here,
3: a good thing but it wasn't
0: here's the explanation rio walked into the house there no, no. there it is there it is <laughs> that's the explanation that,
3: yeah. in actuality yeah
0: yeah damn but Pepe. i don't know I, I, all, all i have to say so far because keep in mind pepe hasn't left yet he's going to leave next episode next week <laughs> oh. but for now he hasn't left the thing i want to say though is thank you because pepe you have given us joy yes thank you And these past 12 weeks i think he was on the show so yeah he, he's been on was about long? as long as risico and kenny
3: was it that long mm. i don't know just my days are blurring it doesn't seem like he i would i just want more i guess but i i did take it as a bad sign that we would see scenes of him drawing back at his apartment it's nearby you know the house and he said that he'll give mm. everyone his address and they can stop in any time and don't worry about um bothering him because they're always welcome there that was really nice i hope that mm. they do and i hope we see him again he's in the neighborhood. It seems yeah. like he can, when they walk a distance is how it seems. Um, but I I did, back to what I was saying, I think it, I took it as a bad sign that, man, this guy, if he's just staying at his other place, like, multiple nights in a row, as Haruka was saying, like, I was worried, like, how are you going to have a relationship with any of these people? You know, so, mm. turns out that you can have one, but not, not a romantic one, apparently. So, I wish him luck really? and love, and hopefully he gets popular from the show, but whoever he dates is going to have to be very accepting of his his work ethic and his lifestyle now which it's gonna be it'll be hard for anybody i feel like it's like military
1: lifestyle. yeah mm. thank you pepe thank you for making this sh- this season of terrace house good <laughs> yeah
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he
3: was the light that came in when we le- left you know shohei just fucking ghosted deuces and then kenny was just kenny and that's all i'll say. <laughs> But he was the but when Pepe came in, shining beacon, positive energy, great vibes. Never did no yeah. wrong. Was very uh, big brothery, very supportive of Ruka. Never said a bad thing. Always turned Ruka's faults into something positive. I mean, great, great guy all around. So and yeah, I don't know. Funny. I have nothing bad to say about Pepe. I guess really don't. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I just I think what makes me happy is his his bro his bro relationship there's a word here for that um bromance? romance but his brother br- that's go. the word thank you his bromance <laughs> his brother his, relationship <laughs> his, brotherly, his brotherly relationship with rio i love that that has happened because we still kind of it, it kind of feels like in a way we get a little bit of pepe living on through rio because they're both mm. i mean they're not the same person obviously but they both kind of have similar vibes and like you know they Ginky. like to joke around a bit they're both like kind of cheeky and confident right um and i think that's kind of solidified in one of the last things rio says in this episode were it's something along the lines of mingo will be our beacon of joy oh yeah oh you know and it's just like that feels like oh that's a great like that's such like that's the kind of friend you want the friend who will champion your thing <sighs> as like that's yeah. my beacon of joy right um, now better than
3: saying when we look up at the moon we'll see oh the sand god moon. that's <laughs>
1: too cheesy
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thousand yeah. thousand percent i
3: didn't want to pass up that chance to dunk on armand even though i love the man
0: i love armand and and his new youtube channel what yes. up armand and eric armand is on youtube yeah.
3: officials yeah they're doing shit it's crazy it's in japanese same
0: but i think that that closes the door on this episode this harrowing 50 minute cry fest of an episode Dude, it is rough it was rough
3: for me I. this is a lot of tears this is the first episode this season that made me shed tears man tears
1: Mm, it's a hard
0: episode to watch man yeah it was more than a single tear I will say I'm excited for part three i mean just in general it's more new terrace house right but i've been hearing some inklings on the subreddit where people are just getting like real nasty with with these newer episodes and i'm like scared but also oh. hella excited for all this possible controversy oh we're gonna got it it's gonna be more episodes where i have to put like Let's my hands it. over my eyes and i can't like a can't watch oh I, I hope so hey, honestly we'll see i am here for it bring it on same and we we will be here for it every week moving forward here we're going to cover one episode a week if this is your first time kind of like you know stumbling upon whatever this tadai ma thing is yeah uh yeah we'll be covering one episode every week of part three uh which will be horribly behind because you'll probably binge everything but you because know, everyone's be home
3: now and don't blame yourselves i'd binge it too if i wasn't forced to not <laughs>
0: same yeah we hold jack at gunpoint every week To make sure he doesn't jack <laughs> he what jet. are you doing it's
3: pretty brutal yeah they you're have not a, doing
2: what i think you're doing right they have
3: an <laughs> anklet on me that they can just remote shock me if they see me log into netflix <laughs> at any time
2: yeah
0: if, if he's gonna be on netflix it has to be watching tiger king
3: yes i'm behind yep. on that by the way
0: um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, any theories, anything you think that we've missed, you can email any and all of those things to us at questions at TerraceHousePodcast.com. Or alternatively, if you want to leave it to us in audio format, we do have a phone number now that you can leave a voicemail at. It's 614-349-6579. Uh, with our 100th episode coming up, we'd love to maybe play some of your voicemails uh, if you have anything that you want to tell us or the the world at large that listens to Tadaima. Um, So, yeah, feel free to leave us a a little voicemail at 614-349-6579.
3: Yes, please leave us a voicemail. I want to hear those.
0: Do it. Same. Same. Do it. Do it. Uh, Next week, we will cover episode 26 of Tokyo 2019-2020, Internationalization at Once. What is that? Whoa, What? What? Is this a Bond film? What the fuck? Keep it at 007 what? internationalization at Here's worst. the
3: thing do you think we're going to get Because they Thanos snapped the house Like half the people are leaving now that Pepe's out Right it's going to be just mm. that love That love triangle that's not really a Triangle but are we Going to get three people In one yes.
0: episode you think We'd better dude that's a lot of chins And shins Didn't that happen that happened in O&D right Three Wasn't people it? in one episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah it was like soda and Maya and the another girl. Really? Right? Uh, I don't remember.
1: Okay. I can't remember if it
0: was already oh, no, s- spread out
3: across two episodes. I thought that, I never. I can't remember them ever doing two in one episode or three in one episode. I think two, but I
0: could be wrong. I need to go back and check yeah. the tapes. There's a lot of terrace house uh, out
3: there. It turns out just keep track. Of three of yeah. new people,
0: y'all. But yeah, we'll we'll be here. I'm excited for these. Hopefully, three new people, wow. in one episode. Wow. Uh. Yeah, I said let's just let's just end this episode so we can go fucking watch That's it because I want to go see it. Yeah, good. let's do uh, it. Yes, this has been Tadaima. Thanks for listening. Itadakimasu. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can follow us on Instagram at Tadimagram, on Twitter at Tadimapod, and check out our YouTube channel, Facebook group, and the brand new Discord server, all linked in our show notes.